You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Weigh, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. I say with Ashley Ray, another episode, another episode of TV. I say with Ashley Ray, another episode, another episode of TV. I say. Hello, TV I Say Club listeners. Welcome back to another episode. Today we have Rachel Lindsay from The Bachelorette, The Bachelor. You know, she's the first black woman lead in The Bachelor franchise. So she's my girl. We got Rachel Lindsay here. She's going to come by, teach me how to ask hot people hard questions. You know, what it's like working the red carpet. Can't wait to talk to her. Yeah, before we get to that, we're going to we're going to get through my watch list. What just check in. You know, it's been a long holiday. Let's check in with each other. How are you doing? How am I doing? It was just my birthday on Monday, so I take the whole week when it's my birthday. And so Thanksgiving week this Monday, I just have been glued to my couch watching television, you know, for you, for you, listener. No, it really was for me. That's my favorite thing to do for my birthday is just like stay home, drink and watch TV (laughs) with like no one bothering me and no work to do. It's a dream. And so I've been catching up on everything for you. Like we're we're really going to dive. First up, Drag Race UK finale. I know you all are always asking me like, Ashley, do you watch Drag Race? Do you watch Drag Race? And I do. I just like watch it on my own schedule. I'm not one of those people who needs to watch it every week, you know, like with a group of people because I just like to binge it, you know, because it's they come on. They do the same stuff. So often I'm like, I can just binge it, knock it out. But RuPaul's Drag Race UK, I actually was watching the beginning, episode to episode. Uh, And then I was on the wonderful podcast, uh, Drag Her, with friend and fan of the podcast, uh, Mono Gapian. So you can go listen to that for my full, full details of like every, you know, outfit, every thought. But I will say the finale, and obviously no spoilers here on TV I Say Club, but I will say the finale, it was satisfying enough. Was it surprising? Was it shocking? No. Was it satisfying? Yes. So worth a watch. After that, we have White Lotus, the show everybody is tweeting about. I love this second season. I know it didn't get great reviews, but I am loving the second. I love Italy. It's just the it's so beautiful. The scenery, everything they're doing, like just like with the cinematography is great. But then I love what Aubrey Plaza's character is doing. I love the like two prostitute girl characters. I love everything about this season. You know, and then this this last episode, again, no spoilers, but that twist at the end, 
That little twist at the end is White Lotus embracing its House of the Dragon time slot. I don't know, but I I think obviously that's going to come out to be some sort of scam. Like those people aren't who they say they are. They're trying to like trick Jennifer Coolidge's character. So I, again, just more things that make me excited for this season. After White Lotus, we had a new Rick and Morty, which uh, I've been liking this newest season. Uh, last week's like meta episode where, you know, they had like the previously Leon and all that trying way too hard for me. Didn't really enjoy that. Uh, you know, we all like when Rick and Morty gets kind of meta, but that was just, it was too clever for its own good. It was like it was winking at itself the whole time. But this last episode, pretty good too. Uh, you know, Jerry turns into a bit of a hero, which makes Rick upset. Pretty classic episode. You know, again, I'm kind of wondering when we're going to get back to like the deeper mythology stuff and world building. But hey, it's Rick and Morty. They've already been renewed for like another three seasons or whatever. So I'm sure it'll get there eventually. And after that, I finally caught up on season two of Sex Lives of College Girls. I love this show. I still love it. I think the second season has found its voice and rhythm a lot more than the first season. You know, the first season, a lot of it to me felt very outdated. Like it felt like someone who went to college in the 90s take on college today. And now I feel like it's more, oh, this is probably what it's like to be a kid in college today. Really enjoying it. Love that cast. And it seems like the hottest guy on the show did, in fact, leave. I don't maybe he had to go shoot Sabrina, the teenage witch or something at the same time. But that's the only disappointment I had is that the super hot guy is gone. You know, there's other hot guys. Don't worry. There's plenty of other hot guys in the show. So after that, we have had the the 90 day finales. We have 90 day single life tell all. Oh, that tell all. Ooh, that tell all. Ah, you know, I love a good tell-all. Sean Robinson gets so, like, in everybody's lives. And they did not hold back here. I mean, Natalie and Mike is probably the greatest moment that we had with just everyone being like, Natalie, you can't just date two men because you're trying to keep one on the back burner and just calling her out. So if if you didn't check out that tell-all on Monday, go catch up. Uh, there's going to be a part two next week. So you're you're going to want to be ready. Uh, And then, of course, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. We're still going through the season. Still a few episodes left. Uh, And it looks like maybe Michael and Angela are finally done. Because even though Angela yells and screams if Michael even looks at a woman, she has been talking to another man, calling him her crush. And Michael's like, yeah, this is not fair. I don't want to deal with this anymore. So I hope that sticks and we never have to see either one of them again. JK, they will obviously be on the next season of Single Life if they break up. That is our 90-day update. Uh, I also, during my binge week of TV, I got really into Below Deck Mediterranean, which I had seen some like newer episodes, but I went back to the beginning and started from season one. It might be the cast with the mo- like the most annoying crew. It might be Bobby is a monster to me. Like he is terrifying. I if I was alone with that man, I would try to fight him. It's just like every girl who comes on the boat, he's like, she's into me. She's into me. Oh, my gosh. And the second the girl's like, oh, yeah, I think you're nice. But no, he just like loses his mind and starts like yelling at her, like calling her all these names. It's evil. I can't stand this crew, but people tell me to keep watching. It'll get better. I just hope Bobby disappears. But hey, I will never give up on Below Deck. And after that, I did 
finish all of Dead to Me. The final season uh, is on Netflix. And this is a wonderful show. Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini, just a wonderful cast. Uh, And I will admit, I did not really like the first season. It felt very, okay, these are just like two rich white women who can get away with murder. And in this final season, it really does a great job focusing on their friendship and what they mean to each other. I didn't love the ending. I thought it was kind of a cop out. But overall, I I thought it was a well done series. You know, we don't we don't get a lot of strong stuff with female leads like this. So thank you, Netflix. Thank you. And then finally on my watch list, Welcome to Chippendales, which just debuted uh, featuring Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, It looks at the real story of how Chippendales got started, which if you uh, watch the documentary that A&E did earlier this year, they did documentaries on Playboy Mansion and Chippendales and like the Chippendale murders. Then you already know that story. But if you don't, here's a dramatic version. I like it so far. I know a lot of people are saying the cast isn't sexy enough. I think they're all sexy, so I can't share that criticism. (laughs) I think it's a very, very sexy cast. So check that one out. That is the watch list this week. I Right? I watched a lot. And there's actually, there's still other things that I'm just like, you guys don't need to hear about, like, how I binged a bunch of old Bob's Burgers episodes or got really into some old, like, hoarders. Uh, Oh, The Great North. I did catch up on the newest episodes of that. Again, this season just, it just keeps getting better and better, like Bob's Burgers. Absolutely loved the brother wedding episode that they did. Just a lot of TV over here and more TV as we head into the holidays. Uh, You know, shows will be coming back. We're going to have some mid-season replacements. I'm excited. I am excited. So, yeah, that's the the watch list. We're going to get to our wonderful interview with Rachel Lindsay. I I hope you're excited. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. My guest today is the amazing Rachel Lindsay host, comedian, writer, podcast host, you know her from Extra, and of course, The Bachelorette. How are you doing? I am very good, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. You and your husband just celebrated your third anniversary. Yes. And congratulations. Thank you. I, obviously, you are on social media. You're, you know, you're on it. How do you keep your relationship so secret? I was trying to find anything about him. I'm like Googling and it's just like one line in your Wikipedia page. It's like, he's very private. How do you do that? That makes me so happy that you just said that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I think it's something, it's not even, I don't even know if it's a how, it's just necessary, I feel like, to keep our relationship successful because we met in such a public way and so many people had opinions about our relationship yeah. when it started and a lot of people weren't for it. People wanted me to choose someone else. And so we saw that negativity, we knew what we had and we removed ourselves from it. We were like, we're going to surround ourselves with the people who know us, love us, get us, and that we trust. We didn't go straight to like a New York or LA. He moved to Dallas for me. I went back and worked at a law firm. He was doing chiropractic work. And we were just about us and built a really strong foundation. And I think we kind of made that vow to each other of we'll share what we want to share in small doses, but we won't make our relationship something that everyone has to have an opinion on. We won't build ourselves up or our brand or whatever that may be professionally based on our relationship. And some couples do that from The Bachelor and that's great for them. But for us, we felt like this is what would make us successful. Oh, that's so sweet. He moved to Dallas. I'm from Dallas, so that's just... <laughs> yes! I'm always like, somebody, don't you, don't you want to live there? Be close to my family. <laughs> what? Wait, what part of Dallas? Uh, DeSoto, South <gasps> Dallas. I'm from Oak Cliff. Oh, my God. My, all my cousins are in Oak Cliff. All, I, I wanted to go to DeSoto so badly. So many of my good friends went to DeSoto. Oh, yeah. DeSoto, my family's in Lancaster. Mm-hmm. I was just there a few weeks ago. I, I love it. I miss it all the time. That's sweet if he moved to Texas for you. <laughs> He did. And then I moved to Miami for him, and then we moved to L.A. F- for each other. So now we, yeah. we're loving L.A. Ah, that's so nice. And obviously, as the first African-American contestant on the in the whole franchise, uh, I know Bachelor Nation is this just tight family. I mean, it's a nation. I'm like, fam- it, no, it is so intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that reaction like? How, how did they accept you uh, at the end of your season? Um, well, first I did The Bachelor, and I felt like people didn't get to see a lot of me enough to like me and root for me because they want that for anybody who's going to be the lead. But I felt like people got more of my personality when I was the lead as the Bachelorette. And I feel like people were really receptive to it. I think that show, at the time that I was on, it had been on for 15 years and there had yet to be any lead of color. So people were ready for it. I think that, yeah, if if I listened to the negativity, some people thought that the audience couldn't handle that, which is ridiculous because that was 2017 at the time. Yeah, 2017. It was not that long ago, people. 2017. Like, what are we admitting about this audience for those people who are speaking in a negative way, if that's how we feel? I feel like people were very receptive of me. They were curious in a lot of ways, which is also so interesting. It's like, how is she going to be? And I kept saying, why does my journey have to be any different just because the color of my skin is? I'm going to be looking for love and searching for love just like all these other women who've come on before me have done. It's not going to be some groundbreaking thing. But I was happy, which I guess is groundbreaking in Bachelor Nation, to bring in Black culture And myself and represent myself as a black woman to this franchise who hadn't seen someone like this to show them, um, you know, I am a black woman and there's doesn't have to be that much of a difference. And I was hoping that I could open up a door and pave a way for other people of color to get their fairy tale stories as well. Not every person who has a fairy tale has to look the same way or be from the same area or have the same religion. Like we're... The love stories are diverse, so we yeah. should see that reflected in reality TV. Exactly. And I know, you know, now they have two bachelorettes. They, they're they trying new things. Uh, where would you like to see the franchise go? What, what you know, do you think would be exciting to see? Yeah. Now, I don't watch anymore, and I don't think that that's a shocker. 
I think people, <laughs> if you follow my journey, you get it. Yeah. You understand. <laughs> but I, I know a lot of people have strong opinions about two bachelorettes. Having talked to, I still have friends who work on the show, which is why when the narrative is Rachel doesn't wants the show to be shut down, I'm like, no, I want it to to change for the better. It's like a yeah. love hate relationship. When you have a family member that you see doing something wrong, you want them to be better because of the love you have for them. You don't want it anything to end. So I have a lot of good friends on the show that I I still support, but in talking to them. They talk about how happy the women were to have each other. And I sometimes think, yes, there's some there's some pros and cons to that type of setup. But I think how great would it have been to have some support if when I was a lead? Because you you feel so lonely and by yourself. So I'm sure it's nice that they yeah. get to have that camaraderie with each other. So I would like to see, to answer your question, I'd like to see two men. You know, yeah. let's have two men um, as bachelors as well. And maybe this is something... Maybe maybe we could have three. Maybe we could have four. Maybe we could just change it up. I do think that the show needs to evolve with the times because this whole fairy tale that started 20 years ago isn't yeah. necessarily how people date and find love. It's not what love looks like. Love yeah, stories it's not look like what it now. looks like today. Yeah. And if it's going to continue, I think that it has to reflect reality because we don't live in a world where we want everything perfectly curated anymore. We want the raw, the unpolished, the messy. We want to be able to relate to it. So these love stories are going to have to be more relatable, I think, yeah. if they're going to attract a younger and newer audience. So that's what that's what I would like to see. Just a more inclusive show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I did also want to ask about the behind the scenes experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I did have I worked with a woman who was in Bachelor Love in Paradise, uh, Jacqueline Schwartz. Uh, and she was like, oh, my gosh, we had to spend so much money on our hair and our outfits and stuff. <laughs> And all I could think was like, as a black person and everything I have to do to maintain my hair, how hard that would be. What was it like? Well, when I was um, on The Bachelor, I I had extensions in my hair. So it wasn't crazy because I had like fresh extensions. I was ready to go. I really thought I was going home like the first night. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be in and out. That last, I was there for, I'd say nine weeks total. So I was fine. But what's great and that you don't see a lot of on the show, I didn't wear makeup like that. I think I walked in with a with mascara, pressed powder, and Vaseline. And that was that was it. But the women, you know, it is like being in a sorority house. So people help you with your makeup. And with I remember someone helped me with my lashes. Someone helped me, you know, like create my look. And that's fun. So you you lean on each other and you find the strengths that other people have living with you in the house and you build on that. When you're the lead. Oh, they do it all for you. So that's oh, okay. that's that's you have a makeup artist. You don't have a hairstylist once you leave the mansion. But again, I had a fresh, fresh do. So yeah. I was I was good to go. So, yeah, on the lead on the lead side, they definitely spoil you. They treat you like an A-list okay. star. <laughs> they do. That's amazing. Yeah, because I was just like, I can't imagine needing to like plan all of that out to be on TV afraid I'm going to like. Have yeah. something not looking right. Yeah. Oh, well, the clothes, I will say, when you're a contestant, when you're the lead, you have a wardrobe. But when you're a contestant, it is tough because you don't know how long you're going to be there. You don't know how to dress. They'll say, oh, bring a couple of things for a warm place, a cold place, outdoors, swimsuit. You you really have no idea. And so it's expensive to put everything, to figure out what you need. And so that's why you do see a lot of the women and men borrow clothes from one another because you run out or, you know, you just don't have everything. It's it's a lot. Yeah. 
and you have to have those those ball gowns for right. the, um, the rose ceremonies. Yeah, I just imagine like giant suitcases filled with these like Cinderella giant princess yeah, dresses. It's a thing. Oh my gosh. Uh, so I do want to ask, what other reality shows do you watch? Do you do any of the like 90 Day Fiance shows? You know, what what do you like? You know, it's funny. I have I can narrow down my reality television. We're talking reality TV, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't watch the love shows. And, oh. I, and I guess I never have. I didn't watch Bachelor before I was on it. I've never been into those. I don't watch 90 Day Fiance, even though I hear it's amazing. It's I don't watch good. Love Island. Whatever else is out there, I don't watch it. I am a Real Housewives, Summer House. I just binged Summer House, which was fantastic. What else do I watch? Married to Medicine. A oh, lot of love a lot to of Madison. Bravo. Um, I feel like there's a reality show I'm missing that I totally watch. Yeah, I don't do Love Is Blind. So like, I don't do the Love ones. I like the. I feel like I that's used to do fair. Love and like you. You know, you've had the the best reality love story you could ex- like experience. What are you going to watch oh, on TV? Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you. I did watch Joe Millionaire though when they brought it back. I was oh, watching yeah. Joe Millionaire. Yeah, I forgot they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't. I feel like I love the gritty reality shows like Hoarders mm-hmm. and Intervention. Oh, <laughs> like the really just dark side, and then you all my friends are just yeah. And then all my friends are just like, okay, Ashley, we're going to go watch Selling Sunset. Like, <laughs> I watch Selling Sunset. I do watch that. Selling Sunset OC, if you have not seen yes. it, I just binged watch that on the plane Same. over here. It is so good. Yeah, it's, I feel like the tension of it being like a mixed gender office adds so much more. I, I watched it all in a day. I loved yeah. those women. <laughs> yeah, there are places we can go. And it's, and the show is like 30 minutes, which is great. Yeah. You know, you get in, you get out, and you move on with your day. And I yeah. like that. You know, you get to see some pretty houses. You get to cross your fingers that they don't trip in those high heels. I know. I know. I think that's that's what I spend most of the episode doing. It's it's su- it's such a good idea. I watched Selling Sunset. I watched Selling Tampa. And now I just finished Selling OC. I loved Selling Tampa. Mm-hmm. I, oh, Me too. So good. So like I said earlier, the new season of Extra is coming back September 12th. What are you excited about this season? Who are you going to have on the show? I Well, everybody, because that's <laughs> what we do at Extra. I mean, I have interviewed and had conversations with people that I never thought I would before. I mean, I just interviewed Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt yeah. Bunny, uh, Tom Cruise. And we're talking all this. These were summer things that I was able to do. I mean, you name it. I feel like I've been able to interview them and that those opportunities have happened through extra so we'll be on red carpets we'll be at the award shows we have the emmys coming up so we'll be talking to all the stars from your favorite shows not reality people but we'll be the, the prestige to- <laughs> shows the good shows yes we'll get in there and i'm such a fan of you know tv as you can tell and and movies and just i think what i love so much about extra i love talking to people and i love getting down to you know, asking the questions where you get to know who they are outside of the the character that they're playing on that show or in that movie. I really like getting in there and I love for our viewers to see a different side of their celebrity. I love to humanize them. And yeah. maybe it's not like, oh, they're just like us, but you see a different side of them. It you It breaks down with them. I feel like that's that's what you get from from interviews that I'm doing or Billy or Jen 
or Katie, who are all there with with extra, you get a different side. There's something that we bring to our interviews that I feel like you don't get on other shows. And I love that. Yeah. We're not giving you gotcha moments. We're giving you the real, the raw, the behind the scenes. That's our thing, a show behind the show. Like, that's what we're giving you. Yeah. And also, you you just know so much about everyone how much research goes into, I just would imagine there's like binders on every single person you have to memorize because <laughs> you, know, uh, you never know who you're going to run into, right? That's very true. That's it's because when when I go to a carpet, you get a tip sheet of, oh, these are the people that are, you know, on the show and they're going to be walking the carpet. But sometimes their friends show up on the carpet <laughs> to support them and you're not prepared for this person. And so you're right. You do have to be on top of your toes. You know, I, I keep my toes in social media, trying to uh, stay abreast of like everything that's happening that's that's new and that's relevant. We also have a great team of people that help us with research. It, I do not do this all by myself at all. And then also, I, I love what I do. So I think that that makes it easy, too. I would probably naturally be looking into these things. And and I think when you love what you do, it just makes the job so much easier. The type A yeah. personality in me wants the binder. But the better interviews <laughs> I have learned are to go where the conversation goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really true. I, I mean, I'm going to circle back in the conversation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm not learning. I, I'm trying to learn tips from you because obviously you're an amazing host. But, <laughs> oh, no, I mean, no, no, you're great. But, but that is a good one. But you did mention the Emmys. Who yeah. are you most excited to talk about? Talk. Who are you most excited to talk to at the Emmys? Oh, my gosh. I, you know what I need to binge watch before? Yellowstone. Ooh. I have yet to do, to to really get in there because I, I did 1883. So I, but for some reason, I'm excited to talk to that cast of Yellowstone and I don't even, I'm not even like deep into the show. Yeah. And I think oh. because there's just so much hype around it and the, I know the acting is phenomenal and so are the storylines. And so I'm ready to get in there with that. Um, Ozark, I'm ready to talk to the, um, what else? Every show I watch. So Ozark, um, who else do I watch? I'm literally forgetting. There's so uh, many shows. This is what I, yeah. I will tell you this about. It's, the it's a big year at the Emmys. There are so many shows. And I think I do a great job at watching most of them, but I definitely know the people that are involved on each show. So I'm just, there's something great about the Emmys because it kicks off the new seasons as they start. Yeah. But then also, like, you have these platforms. Everyone's excited to be there. They're glammed up. It's like the first, you're coming off the summer, starting new shows, um, new, the the new award season. And it just, it's just such a fun time. It's so exciting. I'm like, it's literally slipping my mind. I'm like, I watch so much TV. I, I cannot think <laughs> yeah, of there's, all the shows. Uh, that are Secession was a big yes, nominee. Hex, Ted Lasso. Oh my gosh. Uh, Only Murders in the Building. That one, I think, swept with like 20 nominations. If you, uh, every show you just named is incredible. Hacks, yes. Succession. Yeah. Ugh, are you, are you allowed to like say like, I want this show to win or do you have to like, you know, be fair. I actually be don't have. <laughs> I, I actually don't even care, and that might be worse to say. <laughs> I, I because I can't imagine having to make that decision. These shows, the content that we are getting these days is yeah. top notch. Shows are so smart, so funny. the The storylines are incredible. The acting is impeccable. That I don't even care. I just am like happy to see people 
get nominated and win yeah. for their craft. When you see so many talented people in a category, it's just like, give it to, can all of them win? Like, exactly. like, can we just, why do we have to do it this way? Exactly. I'm so glad I don't have to make those decisions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, you also have an amazing podcast where you talk about really difficult and intense topics. You, mm-hmm. you know, really seems like you're you're into arguing a lot with people on the show. You're not afraid to get into things. Uh, how did that podcast come to be? I feel like maybe it's not something people were expecting from someone who was on The Bachelor. Yeah. So it's really been great because when you are on The Bachelor, and I will forever be known as the first Black lead that's ever been on that show. And I wear that with a badge of, you know, a badge of honor um, or as a badge of honor. But I think when you leave and you try to do other things and and let people know, hey, there are other things that I can do and I'm more than just a contestant on your favorite reality TV show, it's a scary thing to venture into because you wonder if they'll follow you when you do that. If they'll like you when they see you in a different way outside of the same person, but just a more dynamic person. And I'm really grateful that a lot of people from Bachelor Nation have followed me to higher learning, which is so fun. I mean, it's a show about black culture and how that intersects with politics, current affairs, sports, entertainment, whatever it may be. And it's a really fun show and it's a meaningful show for me because I'm talking about things that are impacting us as, you know, citizens in this country that are affecting impacting our country in general. And I love it because we mix serious topics with also silly topics at the same yeah. time. It's like whatever's interesting us interesting to us in the moment. And we do that, we do that twice a week. I love that you mentioned the arguing part because I yeah. think what is is great about our show is it really is we want a brother and sister concept. Van and I yeah. are like brothers and a brother and sister going at each other, arguing back and forth. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. I think that's the beauty of the show. But then we're also not afraid to bring that energy to our guests. Like most yeah. recently, we had Glasses Malone on, and I was like, I got a beef to pick with you. The what you were talking about, about a woman's worth. Like, let's go. Let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, you don't back down from any of this. And and that I, was I, my personality on the show, though. It was. Yeah. I was outspoken, opinionated, and, and I'm an attorney at the end of the day. And so exactly. you know, that, that never leaves you. Yeah. And I, I think for me, yeah, obviously, it's, it's amazing that you were the first, you know, Black contestant, Black lead on the show. But to me, I was just like, I love that she doesn't take anybody's shit. Like, Not at all. Not at you all. Know, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah. And to me, I kind of had this, you know, I, I watched some of The Bachelor, Bachelorette before your season. And I was always just like, uh, you know, these girls, they just, you know, they go with romance, they go with the flow, you know, whatever someone's probably telling them. And you, I was like, oh, no, this is real. Like, this yeah, is. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is why I'm sure you and your your husband have been together for three years. Yeah. And so happy and successful. It's been uh, fast three years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, back to the podcast. I just love the dynamic that you and Van have. Thank uh, you. What are some topics you want to explore coming up? Or can you tell us, like, if you, you're like, oh. Um, you know, well, we we really stay whatever's current, right? Yeah. So, like, whatever is happening. So it's hard to say in the future what we would want to discuss. I, I mean, mean, maybe there's guests we would want to have on yeah. the show. Like, I, feel I would like- love to have, we love to have politicians. We're always, like, come on our show, especially with midterms coming up. I want to talk to politicians that are in these tight races, um, that there might be some controversy behind it. That's what I want to talk about bring those people on. Of course, we'd love to have 
you know, I, I think we'd love to have a Trevor Noah on. Van was on his oh. show. Uh, we've had Jimmy Kimmel before. We had a whole hour conversation with him. He's great. He's a fan of the podcast. Um, yeah, I think we are. We, you know who we really want to have? Ooh. Ray J. Yeah. We disagree oh. on our on how we feel about Ray J. There is he has come up several times on our show. What side are you on? Well, Van made this comment that went kind of viral, and some of it was my response, where he said he felt that Brandy and Ray J were this generation's Michael and Janet. Huh. And Ashley, I had to pause on that. <laughs> to, yeah. to the point where people thought my screen was frozen. <laughs> and then I said, I'm going to have to think about that. And I wasn't pausing on Brandy. I was pausing on Ray J. Yeah, but I'm what, pausing on Ray J. Right. Like that's a huge statement. And, and that, Michael and viral, Janet. Yeah. And Brandy got in the comments and responded. And she took offense to my pause. But I was like, it's not you. It's not that you. Think, that's a huge statement. But he was saying that they were they are as important to the culture um in 2022 as Michael and Janet were at one point and i'm just never going to agree with that yeah so i just, can't and i'm on your side here big team ray j and i they're friends or friendly and so that's somebody we really want to have on the podcast and it's I've, come up so much that i think it would be a really good show I'm yeah i mean are him. you allowed to bring I'm, up that versus appearance like <laughs> i wanted him right after the versus appearance there's a lot and now they have a group rsvp yeah. there's so much to talk about from that uh, please make this episode happen because I'm listening. <laughs> I'm tuning in, please. <laughs> uh, and so we're, we're coming up at the end here. This is, you know, our final TV I Say question. We ask everyone, what TV have you been watching over the last week? Anything you've really been loving? Uh, you binged Selling the, Selling the OC? Yes, I binged Selling OC, Selling the OC. I am very into House of Dragon. Ooh, I yeah. love it. I was late to the Game of, to Game of Thrones um, so this is my first time really watching in real time yeah. that something from this franchise. And it it is so tough to wait every week. It's so fun to watch with everyone, too, when everyone's just like, oh, no, they're about to fight over this dragon's egg. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, she showed up on her dragon. Yeah, I know. And I want them to do this for every house. They, they, yeah. They've created a monster. I need every house. I need every a backstory, house. Yeah. A backstory. I'm also watching Rap Shit. Oh, of course. So it's good. So good. I had the pleasure of interviewing um, Issa for that. And also um, the two ladies involved. They are phenomenal in it. It's such a good show. The writing is so good on it. I'm I'm very it into is, that. Yeah, and of course, it is I'm so caught up funny. on all Bravo news. I mean, all Bravo <laughs> shows. Every single one of them. Yeah. Do you do Below Deck? I don't do Below Deck. Oh, okay, we're, yeah, be big Below Deck fans I on know. the pod. I know. I just, I've been Summer House this summer. I've, I'm not into Below Deck, but I have a podcast called The Morally Corrupt Show that covers a lot of Bravo shows, which is why I'm very up to date on them. Yeah, yeah. Below Deck, I I think I, I relate because it's the one Bravo show about poor people, mostly, <laughs> who it? are just like, I need to go work on a boat to get money <laughs> And they're just trying to, like, make these guests happy. <laughs> okay, you're kind of selling it. You're kind yeah, of selling it. Nobody described it in that way to me. And yeah, that's making I me watch curious. it. Yeah, I watch for the cabin crew drama. Like, I don't really care about the rich people who are coming on the boat. I'm just like, oh, no, like, Lindsay and Chef Natalie have beef because, like, she keeps making the eggs wrong. Like, that, to me, is the drama. <laughs> that's so funny. I, I mean, I saw some of it when Ben was the chef. And maybe. Oh, yeah. And Kate. 
Yeah. Was the yeah? So I it was like I the saw, first hand. Yes, I saw. Thank you for giving me the correct name. <laughs> I almost said the stew. <laughs> I saw, no, I don't uh, she, there, there is a stew. There is the stew. Okay. Yeah. So that that okay. exists. <laughs> okay. Okay, but not Kate. I watched some episodes around that, but yeah, no, I just I, I'd have to. I'd have. What would I start with if I was going to start with a below Ooh. deck? Which one? I would say start with below deck sailing yacht. Okay. Uh, it is, I think, the best one. It's the easiest to kind of get into. It's only had two seasons, so it's not like, you know, unbearable. Like the main okay. below deck, it's te- like it's had 10 seasons. So you're watching something that's so old that you're kind of like, oh, I can't get into this. But okay. Sailing Yacht, really good. It's like the younger cast and they also have to manually sail the boat. So sometimes it gets really dangerous mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, there's actual risk here. <laughs> Versus the okay. one where it's just, yeah, like okay. a machine yacht where everyone is just like, yeah, we're going to do shots and no one cares. Okay, okay. Noted. If I get yeah. in, I will do it. I yeah. will do that one. Give, give it a shot. It's it's great stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, and I do want to ask one more question. Uh, uh-huh. You know, host to host, what advice would you give to people who, you know, are interviewing celebrities, people they might be intimidated by, you know, every week I'm 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 doing this now. What do you what what advice would you give? Which is very exciting. I think I'm trying to think of the advice that I've given, like a couple of things. One is to have fun. And I always, I literally say that to myself before every single interview I do, because I'm, I am type A and I can get in my head and I can overthink things and think I have to hit this, hit, hit this and hit this. And then I always try to sit back and really say, look at what you're doing. You're having, this is a dream job. You're having so much fun. Yeah. You're getting to have real conversations with real people. That's and that's how I look at it. I'm not doing an interview. I'm let's have a conversation. And that's the and that's how I calm myself down and just relax into it. Um, Also, something because I can be very tightly wound at times was a host. um, Kit actually said this to me and she said, fall into it. Like if you make a mistake or you trip and fall or you say the wrong name or whatever, own it. And fall into it because nobody's expecting you to be perfect. And I think as a as a viewer, um, that makes you more relatable. It's yeah. like, OK, like she doesn't take herself too seriously. And that has always really helped me, too. But I would say the main thing is you're just having conversations. You just yeah. and, and like wherever it takes you and the person you're interviewing feels that like, OK, like she doesn't have any type of agenda here. She's just going with the flow. Yeah. I, I feel like this has been such a great conversation. I love talking to another Dallas girl. It's so yeah. great. <laughs> so uh, great to talk to you. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah. And again, I'm so excited about everything you're doing. Check out the new season of Extra September 12th, Higher Learning, your amazing podcast. You have so many things. Uh, Emmys, uh, just, uh, just everything. <laughs> I just got tired. Yeah. <laughs> I, just got tired I got tired. Like Thank I you, they, like yes. Oh my gosh. You have so many amazing things happening. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring 
The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. great episode rachel is so nice i feel so inspired talking to her maybe just like her i'll I'll actually find love too who knows anyway (laughs) let's get into your homework let's wrap this thing up there's a lot of tv coming out that you're gonna need to watch number one gossip girl is coming back the gossip girl reboot i should say the gossip girl reboot on hbo max is coming back I watched the first season and thought it was absolutely ridiculous. So that means I will definitely be back for season two. Obviously, I have to see where this crazy show goes. After that, we got sort of also debuting on HBO Max next week. Again, I loved the first season of this show. It's a great comedy about just queerness and gender everything. Uh, the season season two is coming out. I was shocked it got renewed because HBO Max is just canceling everything. So you got to come out and watch season two. So we keep getting more of sort of. Uh, I love that show. We also have season two of Firefly Lane. This is also the final season. Uh, I don't know if you remember this show, but it's on Netflix and it stars Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalky. I watched all of it. Could not tell you why. I did not enjoy it. It's just another one of those like Netflix white lady shows. You know, like it's not as good as Dead to Me or Grace and Frankie, but it's just like, oh, another, you know, white women reach middle age and feel sad kind of show. And so I will probably watch season two. And, you know, Katherine Heigl, she she's been proven right. You know, she came out on top of the Grey's Anatomy thing. So, you know, my got to got to support her, got to support her in that career. Uh, also, my unorthodox life on Netflix, a reality show. I, again, love the first season. It's coming back uh, better than Bling Empire. So what what more can you want? <laughs> After that, interestingly enough, Fox is doing a Christmas special episode of Housebroken. If you didn't watch Housebroken, well, you're like most Americans. It was an adult animated show that like ran for maybe eight episodes earlier this year about like pets who could all talk. It started like Maria Bamford. Chloe Duvall was in it. It was it was just great. I liked it. It did not get picked up, but they, I guess, are bringing it back for like a one episode Christmas spectacular so we can say bye to those characters. So if you didn't watch Housebroken, go find those early seasons. They're probably somewhere on Hulu or an illegal website and then get ready for the Christmas special they're doing. And then we also have His Dark Materials. The third and final season will be out December 5th. Like I said, there's a lot of TV coming back before the, the holidays. You know, you're going to have a lot to watch. Uh, Too Hot to Handle is coming back on Netflix. And finally, your last bit of homework, Southside. You know that I love Southside. I have been a fighter for Southside since early seasons when it was on Comedy Central. I love Southside. The next season, season three, is coming to HBO Max December 8th. So you got to go watch two whole seasons, get ready, and then... 
you'll be ready. It's two whole seasons. It's it's such a funny show. Southside, if you don't know, uh, is about the Southside of Chicago. Just it's a great ensemble comedy, workplace comedy. It is just one of the freshest, funniest shows of the last like two years. Uh, so, so catch up on it. Also, I was, I know I said that was it, but I'm going to throw one more in there. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol comes back that same day, December 8th. Every new season of Doom Patrol, I never rewatch what happened the previous season. And I just spend the first like two episodes having no idea what's going on. And I'm going to continue that tradition this year. But if you want to know what's going on, go watch the old episodes of Doom Patrol. So <laughs> that's it. That's your homework. That's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back next week with another episode. TV, I say. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Sam Kiefer and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. And you can also find my full archive ad-free episodes of TV I Say over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TVISAY, all one word, for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium.